Guten Tag. Tis I, Sean, here to welcome you to double your pleasure and double your fun. It is Ed and I, Sean, once again, with our, pro- our tiny little program called A Geeksters. A take it away, Ed. And welcome to episode 222, part two of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. Ooh, 222, part two. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice. That was a nice alliteration. 222, part two. Hi. Hi. Uh, yeah, hi. Welcome back, everybody. Um, if you're listening to this, your first episode, I would suggest go back and listen to part one. Um, because who starts with part two? I just say it. It's well, like, a lot of Star Wars fans start with episode five. Uh, you're right. A lot of mean, you mean four, but okay. Well, no. A lot of people go to Empire Strikes Back before they go to New Hope. Really? <laughs> yeah. Why? Because it's the better movie. True, but I mean, if you're gonna watch it, you have to start off the four. Yeah. Oh, Nerd Wars. So yeah, here in part two, um, you might say it's in a, um, um, a puzzle piece. Yes. A puzzle because. It's going to be chopped up in little pieces, and hopefully, after Ed works his magic, you'll see the whole full picture of the way it's present it's supposed to be. Yes. Um, uh, we start off by Ed giving us the releases of the week, mm-hmm. uh, well, for movies, DVDs, Blu-rays, DVDs, as well as video games. Mm-hmm. And then we use that moment to segue into me talking about the Nintendo Switch. Yes. Um, and that's where things get a little funky. Um, we'll explain more after the uh episode yes. kind of and then we'll we'll explain make our apologies and then we'll continue on with the switch when we come back there you go all right so sit back and enjoy and you know <laughs> laugh along with us <laughs> yes. we'll be right back folks and we're back you're listening to geeksters live on aquanetradio.com itunes radio and tune in just search aquanet radio those apps don't forget go to our facebook page geeksters radio and give us a like Waka waka. Or just type in Geeksters and write the third one down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so welcome back to the show. When we last left, Ed was going to tell us what's coming out in Blu-ray and DVD. Yes, I am. As well as video games. All right, what do you got? Uh, the first one is uh, The Girl on the Train is coming out on Blu-ray and 4K and uh, Digital HD and DVD. All right. So if you're interested in that. Okay. Uh, Keeping up with the Joneses is also coming out on Blu-ray and DVD. I, I this was on my I want to see list. Yeah. So now it's probably on my I'm gonna have to buy list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we have the uh, Ouija Origin of Evil coming out on Blu-ray and DVD and HD digital. Yeah, it was some guy in Parker Brothers going. You know what we need to do? <laughs> <laughs> and if you missed the first one, they have a two-pack coming out. The uh, Ouija, and then of course Ouija Origin of Evil. So you can see them both as a double feature. Wow. Okay. Uh, Resident Evil Afterlight is also coming out on Blu-ray this uh, 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 prob- Probably it's a, a re-release only because the new, um, the new, new one's coming out. out the, yeah. the final chapter. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> and that's when I'll buy the box set. Because I love those movies. Yeah. But it's because I love Mila Jovovich. So. She's kind of like a Okay, if I can't have Angelina, I can't have Scarlet. Well, actually, the, the, <laughs> they're also the reason too is the fact is that it's also getting the 4K treatment as well. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. yeah. So there you go. Because uh, also Battleship is also getting the 4K <laughs> treatment. Because <laughs> that needed the 4K treatment. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, it's not doing well. What if we put it in 4K? <laughs> yeah, because people want it. 
Yeah, Rihanna accidentally. Let's say everyone says her in high de- super high dev. Uh, uh, here, here's B C twelve. Shake my battleship. <laughs> there, there is the movie. <laughs> uh, we also have a uh, Slumber Party Massacre two and three as a combo pack coming out on Blu-ray. All right. Then we have Roger Corman's Death Race 2050 coming out on Blu-ray. I I gotta say a little. There's a little part of me that wants to watch this. Yes. Because I love the the original Death Race 2000. Yes. So I, there's a part of me is going. Roger Corman went back to the Death Race series. I gotta see that because I already saw like like little teaser things and it looks atrociously bad. <laughs> I mean, bad in a good way though because yeah. Roger Corman. <laughs> All right. What else you got there? Uh, we also have. Um... The Fast and Furious collections coming out. These are these are all like combo packs, ready? So of course one and two, the Fast and Furious, and two Fast Two Furious is a, a two pack. Uh huh. There's also the three and four, the Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, and Fast and Furious coming out. Then the the five and six, so Fast Five and Fast and Furious Six is also coming out as a two pack. So <laughs> if you missed all those movies, there you go. Okay. Then we have The Whole Truth coming out. This is a, I think, direct-to-video uh, kind of uh, thing. It starts Keanu Reeves. I thought that was interesting to add to the list. Right. It's coming out on Blu-ray right. and HD Digital. Okay. Uh, 12 Monkeys Season 2 is coming out on Blu-ray this uh, Tuesday. Couldn't get into that show. Really? I love that movie so much. And then it's one of those things. Like I had the same problem with Hannibal. I love the movie so much that when they try to translate it into a TV show, I'm just like, like, why are they doing that? That you know, like, no. But uh, all right, I mean, I hear it's a good show. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you got a second season. It's a sci-fi channel show, so good for them. What else you got? Uh, R- Rizzoli and Isles, the complete seventh and final seasons coming out. Okay, all right. And speaking of television, these are all coming out uh, just on DVD. But if you want to catch them, you can. Uh, the Mod Squad complete collection, all five seasons. All right. 123 episodes. The Love Boat Season 3, Volume 1. The Love Boat Season 3, Volume 2 is also coming out. Uh, Nash Bridges, uh, the first <laughs> season is coming out on Blu-ray. Nash Bridges, the second season is also coming out on Blu-ray. Okay. As as a diehard Miami Vice guy, yeah. which I am eventually going to get the Miami Vice collection on Blu-ray. Yeah. I know it is. It is my heart. I know it is. Cause yeah. I, I deserve that show. I love that show. <laughs> I deserve that show. <laughs> <You know? laughs> <laughs> um, Nash Bridges was kind of like a hey, look, he's a cop again. It's sort of, yeah. and it's fun. It's and Cheech Marin's in it. And Cheech Marin's in it as his best friend. And I'm like, I, it was enjoyable. Yeah, I really liked that show. It was it was a highly enjoyable show when I watched it. Okay, what else you got? Uh, Diagnosis Murder seasons one, two, and three is also coming out as a pack. Oh, okay, well, Dick Van Dyke's uh, still kicking, so sure, why not? Then we have NYPD Blue, the final season. Wow. Wow, I know, right? Oh, you're, that's walking down memory lane. <laughs> All right, well, A lot of it's like that. Got anything else? Well, yes, yes, I do. Okay. Uh, the IT crowd, the internet is coming, is a special season that came out uh, that uh, for those people in the IT, uh, like those British comedies. There you go. All right. Uh, also, Zero Days is coming out. This is a documentary based off of um, <clears throat> cyber attacking. This is a thing called Zero uh, uh Zero days when they launch a new product. Well, no, it's not when you oh. launch a new product. Zero days is basically what is it? What ends up happening is it's a hole 
in the program. There's a there's a there's zero zero right. All right. And it, that's what they call it. They call yeah. it a zero because basically it's a way for them to get in. It's it's the opening for them to get in. It's kind of like the hence, butthole in a program. Exactly. All right. So <laughs> I got to dumb it down for some people. It's mainly myself. <laughs> But mainly it talks about the Stuxnet virus that happened in um, Israel. Well, now the Iranian nuclear uh, program. They uh, Stuxnet was a, was a virus that was released by uh, uh, the uh, uh, Israel, and they're thinking the U.S. as well. And of course, that we're denying. Oh, of fact, course, deny, deny, deny. deny. That actually set their uh, program back by like six months to a year. So because okay, because someone snuck through the back door. Well, <laughs> basically, actually, what ended up happening is is that the. Oy! The Iranian program was not online. Like, you couldn't access their facilities through internet. Okay. Somebody had to physically walk in there with, a, like, a thumb drive and stick it into their computer oh. and let it run, and that's how it ended Ooh, up. Ooh, very, very Mission Impossible. Exactly. It, it, so <laughs> they don't know who did it exactly. Tom Cruise. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't say Mission Impossible. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> isn't that Tom? Oh, isn't that Tom Cruise? <laughs> What's he doing here? He's taking a tour. What are we doing? Hey, he just stuck something in our service. Why? I've seen various documentaries based on this. It's fascinating to watch. Like okay. if you're an IT guy or just somebody who's into computers, this is really. Is there any explosions? Uh, actually, there was. Really? Yes. I might be interested because I'm like, I mean, as interested in, in technology as I am and the whole thing and. I'm not an IT guy like you. I'm mm. more of a of a fixer guy. Right. Um, I, I always like it's like okay, well here's here's you can sum up by here's most of here's most programming. I did it. It doesn't look as fancy as it does on television. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You see all that all that great things going on. You know, it's like yeah, that's so fantasy. It's not even yeah. true. Like how <laughs> have that stuff? How they figure stuff out? Like how? Like tell me how they got there. I, I need to know. I need I need the boring, un, <laughs> unfunny way of how they did that because I need the guy in the glasses and the white shirt and the black tie. It's a little too tight around the neck, and the shirt's a little cropped up, and he's got the pocket protector. It's of how he did that because sometimes it's we found him. Like really, like no, there's he's the guy with Cheeto dust on his chest. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous, ridiculous. Click 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 click. Think server's been uploaded. Yeah. <laughs> the mongoose is in the tree. <laughs> the virus has been uploaded. <laughs> now to make my getaway. <laughs> I'll never suspect me. <laughs> they never, they never, ever look like uh we call it uh thor yeah <laughs> they yeah, they're was... never the most handsome man in the room is never an it guy yeah no offense Ed. <laughs> <laughs> not dick <laughs> <laughs> it's always the guy who's like i can go home and feed my cat <laughs> probably that guy <laughs> why he hasn't had a date since the 70s <laughs> <laughs> since he was born in the 70s he came out of the womb wearing those glasses Irish has been updated they'll never I can't wait to go home and watch Firefly 
<laughs> hey, that was a good show. Shut up. It was a great show. I'm just saying, right now, I guarantee you there's an IT guy going, oh my God, he just described me. <laughs> Sorry, that was for you, buddy. <laughs> All right, what else you got coming out? That is it for really? uh, movies and TV. Is there any honorable mentions uh, like no, that? No, honestly, you kind of you kind of surprised me. I'm mentioning Death Race 2050. Yes, I was like, oh, you noticed it. Good for him. Kept a close eye this week. Um, I, the only other thing I would recommend uh, it, it, it kind of not only um, is that all the Resident Evil movies are being put out in Blu-ray and yes. if you see the, it's, I'm sure there's they're gearing up for the final one. I'm hoping for a nice big collectible package. Yeah. Like, you know, like the umbrella and then you open up the umbrella logo and there's all the movies. Yeah. Something nice. Something nice. Something nice. Maybe a little handwritten note from for the Yellow Jovich going, thanks for buying my collection. Hope you enjoy it, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. I picked the right one. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh like American Reunion is getting another Blu-ray edition. Uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of a lot of them. Are, I think it's just price points. Like the Hellboy Two, the Golden Army is coming out again on Blu-ray. Yeah. You know, it's it's. I, I think after a while you're just kind of going. Yeah, I think they're just re-releasing for you know money. Yeah, sales. just killing time until hey, look here's Star Wars. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Um. Okay. Well, what about video games? Yes, we do have some video games this week. We do. We do. All right. What do you yes. got? It's a uh, Fate and Excella. The Umbrell Star by Exceed for the PS4 and PS Vita, and that's a Tuesday release. Okay. Did I mess that no, up? No, you probably did. I just don't care enough to keep it. Just move on. Uh, <laughs> Gravity Rush 2 by Sony Computer Entertainment America for the PS4, and that's a Friday release. Ooh. Ooh. Right. And Dragon Quest Eight: Journey of the Cursed King by Nintendo for the 3DS. That's also a Friday release. Oh, well, speaking of Nintendo. Yes. Since I got nothing to say on those. Um. I saw, it was 11 o'clock at night, Thursday night, Ooh. the big presentation of the Nintendo Switch. Ah. Uh, I really should put the theme music up just to kind of... Uh, <laughs> get a mood the, going, yeah. get a get an idea of what this is going to be. Oh, I can't wait for the theme music for this one. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I mean, it was, uh, let's see. Um, let's just do the video. Let's go. Here you go. Here. Add. Add. Nope, no ad. Guys just home alone watching, watching. Oh, look, he's playing Legend of Zelda. It's gonna. I gotta be honest. I've had this song on a loop at my job. Right. First, you gotta have the. Oh, dog's like, yo, fucker! I gotta pee. Uh, uh, oh yeah, cause we're hip, we're cool. Oh, fuck you, dog! I'm gonna take my controllers with me and put them in this thing, and then oh, let's take a walk. I don't. Uh, aren't you supposed to be on a leash? Can't you have, what the? Oh no, I'm just gonna throw him out of the park so I can totally ignore him because I'm into my game. <laughs> but I've had this this song and that that click that on a loop. I hear that fucking thing now in my sleep. That click. I'm like, well, it's what? Sounds like a glow stick. You should get glow sticks. At, yeah. And the little night just go click. <laughs> <laughs> Freak him out! Greatest <laughs> idea, Ed. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. At least it's not a shitty song like the "Just Stop Me." You know, like I had when they were doing Madam. Like this little, this little catch. You go, uh, 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 yeah, switch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Look, I'm a lonely girl by my apartment. I'm by myself. Oh, look, the friends across the street are having a party. I think I'll take this with me. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh. Yeah, we're not doing all three, man. Sorry. Because <laughs> the video doesn't tell you anything about the, the Switch at all. No, they just give you the they give you a montage of what it could be. Right. Like, look at all the fun these people are having being social with this system. Right. So it starts off. It's it's Obviously, it's being released over in Japan. They're doing the presentation in Japan. First thing you'll notice, it's dead silent. Because their cultures, you wait to the end. It's not like, woo! Switch! Yeah! You know, there's none of that. Like, oh, the Switch is on it. Come on. You know, <laughs> it's very, very reserved. And of course, they, you know, they have the head of Nintendo come out. And yeah. Go, Ladies and gentlemen, the Switch. And they kind of give you like a little shortened version of this montage. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, what it is, is picture a docking station. Right. And in that docking station is a screen. Mm-hmm. Okay. That docking station is attached to your television, and then when you have the screen in there, it projects the image onto the television, mm-hmm. right? Then the idea is you go, oh, shit, you know what? I don't want to quit my game because I have a job to get to, so right. I take the bus. So you take – it comes with this uh, controller. It has – it looks like a lot of people, they've already had like a stuffed animal. It looks like a, looks like a, a dog with some mental disabilities because one thumb sticks up high – the other some sticks down low, and it's all gray. And the way the controller looks, it looks like it's like a floppy dog head. Okay. You know? So you take these two controllers, which are a smaller version of the Wii U wands, mm-hmm. or the Wii wands, and you slide them onto the panel. Right. And then you take the panel out of the cradle, and then you off you go. Whoa, right. You just go. Now, you're like, all right, I'm intrigued. You know? Okay. Uh, okay. You know, like, okay. That, yeah. But let's hear. Let's hear what, what you got to wow me. Because yeah. right now I'm sitting there going, okay, it's it's an interesting concept. They don't use discs. They use micro. Like I would say, like a big version or like a version like the 3ds cartridges. Mm-hmm. You know, it pops into the the console, which is the screen, mm-hmm. and then because that's how you, it's mobile, mm-hmm. it pops into that. And you take it with you. Um, the battery, you know, and you're like, all right, okay, well, that's fine. What else? Can, what else can it do? Right. Um, obviously, you talk about network functions. Um, the bat, Nick, when you pull it out of the, the cradle, mm-hmm. that panel has either you're going to, depending on the game, a two to six hour charge. Okay. Now, depending on the game. And then they go off to say, okay, well, we also have these people who are helping us with programming. First, they had the guy who did Splatoon. And he's dressed like a mad scientist. He's got like, those Splatoon kind of squirt guns. Mm. And, of course, now keep in mind, this is all in Japanese, so there's translators. Yeah. So the guy's doing all these funky-ass motions, and he's like, as you see. You know, like, I'm like, uh, and then there was, like, one guy who was doing um, another presentation with their translator. Didn't really seem to know what he was doing. Mm. So there was definitely, like, a, you know, some Japanese, and then a pause, and the guy's like, oh, oh, this is what he said. Like, you know, yeah. and I'm like, Oh, now I have my earbuds in because she had no little to no interest in it. Yeah, I'm looking at it one like, how interested am I to purchase it? Right. What's the price point? When's it going to be released? Because I said in March. When? What else can it do other like the next video looks cool? Mm. But I got questions. Battery life. Am I going to need? Because a... I mean, before you go any further, yeah. I mean we we've had presentations where Nintendo uh-huh. has showed us some great like imagery. It's like, wow, that's going to be awesome, and it was never close to what they. Did a montage for some would say the Wii U was dead the moment it came to the market. Yes, 
Um, and that's probably the reason why they didn't have a lot of games for it. And that's the reason mm. why they went back to the drawing board, you might say. Right. Um, one thing noticed, no backwards compatibility. Okay. Okay. So all your Wii and your Wii U games, not going to apply to the Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the third player, the third party companies that Nintendo has always been carrying. Nintendo's notoriously known for being a little tight-fisted when it comes to their property. Yeah, yeah. Well, one thing they showed was that the guys from Bethesda said, yeah, you'll be able to play Skyrim on this thing. Okay. I'm like, all right, well, that's great and all. So it'll suck more time out of my life. <laughs> but I guarantee you, when you're playing Skyrim, that pattern's going to have two hours of life because yeah. it's a detailed-oriented game. Right. Especially when you're wandering around for three hours picking flowers, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, then they had like another uh, fighting game, which was called Arms, Imagine, like, you and me, but our arms are made out of um, springs, mm-hmm. and we're in an arena, and we have a little fight, bat, fight, fight, you know, like, fight, yeah. and <clears throat> the controllers are, you know, it's like, like punch out. In right. Um, and then another game they showed, which was called 1-2-Switch. 1-2, I'm sorry. Yeah, 1-2-Switch, which is... A game that's not played using the television as, as like, you and I, when we play together, mm-hmm. it's not facing the TV. It's actually facing each other. They use, like, a nice little, like, um, I would say quick draw kind of montage. Mm-hmm. Like, two cowboys in the desert, and they both have, it's going to be, like, a quick draw thing. And, and yeah, but you have to face each other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the game, and then it was, like, another, like, hey, it also has ping pong. Because, you yeah. know, if you got the two controllers, you play ping pong. Like, right. you know, that's what you do. Um, then, you know, there was a little bit more, like, the pomp and circumstances, like, how, look how much fun we're having here, like, <laughs> and then they cut to, um, the guy who's always been the mouthpiece, I always forget his name, the, the American guy, mm. who's always been the, Nintendo's this awesome product, and he's looking at the Zelda Breath of the Wild guy, and then, you know, who's playing, it's the guy who helped create Nintendo, or, you know, so, Create a lot of the characters of the yeah. games at the time when the it, Nintendo Entertainment System first initially it, launched. Right. Yes. If, if I was like a complete like nerd about video games more than I already am, I'd be like, "Oh, I know that guy. I know that guy. Mm. I don't know who the fuck these guys are." To me, they're just guys. They're just businessmen. Right. Like I created because they're all in suits. Mm. You don't. You always tell the guys who are trying to be hip and cool because there was one guy who came out and he's got the business suit, but he's got the black you know t shirt underneath. Yeah. Black sunglasses, shaved bald, like. Oh, you're the cool guy, right? That's you know all hip, and you're not you know you're not the you're, you're not the to, you're not the tie guy. Right, that's you're the crunching trying, numbers. You're trying to break the mold of the typical Japanese businessman. I right. get you, all right? Good for you. Right. Well, it looks good. I'm waiting for Neo to pop out any moment to go. Oh, I know kung fu, like you know. <laughs> um, and they go, okay, well, you know, here it is, the you know, the Breath of the Wild, you know, the new Zelda. We're not going to show it to you. We're going to swing it back to Japan. Like, hey, it was it was a big long dick tease for pretty much to see the new trailer for the new Zelda game, and then that was it. And I'm like, Wait, what? Like that was it? The whole presentation? It was like about an hour long. Okay, and it was like a lot of mm-hmm. like like for Splatoon two, they showed you and they had this great montage. Well, a new there's going to be a new Mario game coming out called Mario Mario uh, Odyssey. Okay. Which is kind of an open world sandbox Mario game. I mean, it looked pretty. I was like, "Ooh, new Mario game!" And it actually looks really cool because he's in New York City, and he's interacting with not like <laughs> like regular. And it looked gorgeous, mm. even on the screen on my on my monitor. <clears throat> and it's like normal looking people, and then there's Mario. 
hey, it's me, Mario, eh? Hey, what's up? You know? And then he's going through, like, like different worlds. You see him swimming underwater, you know? And there's one moment where he has to take this big, giant gap. Instead of having a cloud, he takes off his hat, throws it. It pauses in the middle of the air. He jumps onto that and onto another building. I was like, oh, whoa, what? Mario? I was like, babe, Mario just jumped off his hat onto another. Oh, I was all like a kid. Like, I was like, oh, this might be a kind of cool game. I, I, I'm, I might be in. Available this fall. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, really? Like, that's not even a, like. Available for holiday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Available holiday 2017. I'm like, oh, are we talking Christmas? Are we talking Thanksgiving? Are we talking the Chinese New Year? What are we talking? <laughs> Hanukkah? Like, you know, Kwanzaa? So What's it coming right. out? You know. New Year's? Yeah, Halloween. Like, there's a lot there's of a ho- gap. There's a lot of holidays in that end of 2017 that, you know, could fill the gap in anywhere. Yeah. Like, you know. So, you know, I go to, and right away, in the industry that I work, it's now it's switch fever. Mm-hmm. Like, um, we only were allowed to take pre-orders for, like, two days, you know. And a lot of people were coming in pre-ordering. But here's the problem I have. This is where my problem with the switch is. Okay. First of all, it's three hundred dollars here in the states. Okay. Okay. And you're like, all right, you know what? It's a, it's basically a amped up 3ds. Yeah. A new 3ds XL is about two hundred bucks. Okay. All right, a hundred bucks, but it'll attach to my TV and play. Right. All right. No backwards compatibility. Mm-hmm. Okay. So right away, I respect Nintendo for kind of going. You know what? This is new. This is now. We're not. While we know that we have all this other stuff, you keep it because now this is going to be. It's like a completely new system. Right. You know, I'm like, all right. I mean, I'm sure they'll probably have like an online store where you probably can download the older games. I'm hoping. Mm -hmm. Eventually, maybe. Eventually, because this is what they have coming out for the launch day. Now, it's released uh, worldwide on March 3rd. March 3rd, okay. Okay, it's $300. Uh Uh-huh. Now, it comes with the two controllers, obviously. The little cradle to hold the the controller, Mm -hmm. you know, to put them together to, to control it. Um, there's also, as with Nintendo, it's all the extra tchotchkes. Mm-hmm. Like, they have um, a pro controller, which is kind of the traditional controller that almost anybody plays with. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also a charge stand, obviously, because mm-hmm. they, you know... But you think, okay, well, the system's great. Where's the games? Yeah. That's the question, Ed. Where are the games? <laughs> because when it releases, it's got... Um, well, first, when you buy the system, no games. Right. Not a single game. At least now, like, with the, you get something with it. Like, yeah. So it's like we have, obviously, the Zelda game, uh-huh. the one-two switch. Um, you have Just Dance because, uh-huh. you know, it's a, move, it's a movement kind of yeah. thing. And then this other game called um, Has Been Heroes. Uh-huh. The thing is, Has Been Heroes is also being released for the PS4 and the Xbox One. Okay. So how many games was that, Ed? Four? Four, three, technically, specifically for the Switch, but you figure Just Dance will come out for that, too. Yeah. You figure the only, out of the four games, half of that is going to be Switch-dedicated. Right. One, two, Switch. Yeah. And then Zelda. Yeah. But also, Zelda is also coming out for the Wii U. Okay. So you're kind of only really having one mm-hmm. real game. Right. For that to, to help launch this new system. So is it basically like they only have one <laughs> exclusive game and three other titles that could be... Used other where like other right. places that you, exactly. you might have. If you have a PS4 or an Xbox One, guess what? Has been Heroes is also there. Now the games they showed was like um, Dragon, you know, Dragon Quest. Um, mm-hmm. 
they showed FIFA, the guys from FIFA came out and were like, you know, we're, e- we're from EA and we're working together with Nintendo to bring you the, the most popular game in our library, FIFA. All right, I can agree with that. FIFA's loved worldwide. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I did like about the system, and maybe this is the reason why they only have technically one exclusive game for this system, is because there's no regional coding. Okay. Okay, for those people who don't know what that means, every game system, one in America, one in Europe, and one in Japan, have their own region. Yes. So if I, had a, if I brought my game to, let's say, Europe, traditionally I couldn't play that game in that system. Mm-hmm. Well, what Nintendo did was they said, you know what, fuck that. You can take that game to Europe, and you can play that. You could buy a game from Japan and then be able to play it at home. Yeah. Now, I think that that's catered to more of the, I would say, the traditional Japanese role-playing crew. Well, Nintendo has always done that. I mean, that's the thing. It was never it was never brought to the forefront before because when the Nintendo and the Entertainment System first came out, there was, I think, maybe like five, six years into the system – there was a, a game that was only made in Japan. It was right. 101 games on this cartridge, which was amazing because, you, right. you know, like, yeah. you know those old cartridges, you have to blow the, yeah. you know, the oh, yeah, stick it in and try and get it to work. They, they, you could buy it, though, like, through this company and, and get it shipped to you. And actually, some friends of mine did it. They, they bought it. I'm like, I don't trust anybody outside because I was a kid then. Right. I don't trust anybody. It was a lot of money, too. Right. But they, well, they yeah, of course, because you got to pay the importing and then the, the, the taxes. Right, and... exactly. So you, you, it's expensive to do this. But the thing is, is that they some people did this and they got their games, and they it, like um, we of course we we play the games and I'm like these were like people Japanese people were really into these games and I'm like the Japanese make great games for for us. But they make horrible games for their own people. Because <laughs> some of them was just like stupid. Like there was a car game that was like kind of like Frogger, but it was impossible to play. You were in this little car, and there was like these big semis that would come through and just run you over. And it was like you play five seconds of the game, and it was like over. And you're like, that was it? Like well, maybe they're just more advanced with hand eye coordination than you were. <laughs> no, I'm talking like everybody who played the game that felt the same way. I mean, like right. some guys who were like. Like, I consider now, like, pro gamers that, you know, they right. back then couldn't handle some of these games. It was like, and it was just bad graphics. It wasn't like, like, you know, you, you see games like, I can, I'm trying well, to think of it. Let me put it this way. Um, they're the only company that could have that ace something attorney at law and turn it into a game. Right. Where you're actually interrogating people on a witness stand. Yes. It's like, that's a game? You, oh, Ed's phone's going off. It's the galaxy. They're calling you. Do we need to take a break? We need to take a break. All right, we'll be right back, folks. I don't know why, but hang on. We'll be right back. And we're back. Sorry about that, folks. Uh, anyway, um, so as everything's all right. But, yeah. Um, all right, so back to the Switch. <coughs> um, I lost my train of thought. What were we talking about? <laughs> we, were talking about uh, we were talking about games, and I said right. I mentioned the fellow back Nintendo back in the day when the Nintendo said the thing, and they weren't that great, but... Okay, anyway, go ahead. So there's no region coding, which I think is, right. is nice and all. But again, you only get one game, really, out of out of these four big games. So I'm like, well, what's the incentive to buy it in March 3rd? So you can get a Zelda game that if you have a Wii U, you already have? Like, I didn't... I, I, don't, I don't get it either. I, I mean, well, that's the thing, too. Like, like once, what Nintendo does a lot of times is what they'll do is they'll have a... System out now that they're proud of, and that I mean they should be proud of their Wii U. I mean it was it was a it's a good machine for what it is, 
but the titles aren't there. Like, always, like every time with Nintendo, like that was my, it's always my biggest complaint with them. And I will always be my biggest complaint with them. It's just like, I love Nintendo products. Right. They're great machines. They, they, you they know, are, they, they are the foundation of our childhood. Yes. And then, and they always keep that kind of innocence going and it's great. You know, like they, they have those rules and you know, you understand why when you play their game and you go, Yes, this is this is family entertainment. This is great, uh, and I yeah, you I'll always give it. And there's nobody can argue with it, right? But the thing is, is that there's there, there's no a type like mature titles out there for adults to play. Then it's hard for it to sell because like most of the gamers are, you know, guys or girls that are you know like in middle age or not middle age, but you know, well, the average gamer over is the age, right? Over the age of eighteen, say, yeah. and then maybe you know. In, some actually like, maybe I have a hanker in the pay for, uh, hooker for sex and then killer. You know, like Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> yes. like, you know it happens. You know, it happens. You know? You know? Maybe sometimes a motherfucker needs to be shot. Yes. You know, <laughs> not bounced onto a flower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So like so so for me it's like you 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 think of these titles and you're like, well, until Nintendo, now they said there's four launch titles basically. Right. Three you get from an, another system. Right. So you only have one launch title that's exclusive for the system. So obviously you're going to get that one because <coughs> if you buy the system, you're going to get that big because this is it. You know, this is it. Right. Now you call it the one two switch, right? One two switch. Now I'm imagining it's like those those generic games like they always put out, like it's, bowling or it's, and what do you call tennis. It? It's the Wii ping- Sports for the Switch or, yeah. or it's the. Um, Wii Sports Resorts, or the hey, here's a little game, here's a couple little games, right? Uh, now again, and I, it shows the capabilities of the machine is right. basically what that game right. does. But I honestly thought that game came with the system, and it doesn't. It doesn't. It does not come with the system. You get two things: Jack and shit, and Jack left town. <laughs> All right, you get nothing, <laughs> nothing. Now here's another thing too, like um, the fighting game that we talked about earlier. You have two controllers. Mm-hmm. Your opponent needs two controllers. System only comes with two, two controllers. controllers. Guess how much a set of controllers are? Uh, 30 bucks? Huh? 30? Huh? 30? Uh, uh, 50? Eh. Higher? <laughs> Higher? 80? Ding, 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 ding. $80? $80. <laughs> $80 fucking dollars. $80 for those two little things. Now, granted, I uh, the only... I tried... <laughs> I tried rationalize you, it. You'd be playing by yourself there, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, I... I rationalize it like this: If you went out right now and bought yourself a new Wii remote control, it's forty bucks. Uh-huh. You're getting two in there, yeah. double the price. I, I that's the only way my head can rationalize or wrap around it. Okay. Okay. Here's another thing too: If you're buying the system and you plan to take it on the go, buy an extra charger. Ed's going to think we're taking another break. Hey, All right, folks, we'll be right back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, we're going to have to cut the show short live, but we will continue this conversation in the podcast version of the show. Uh, Unfortunately, shit happens. It's life. We got to deal with it. So on behalf of everybody here at Geeksters, thank you for listening. If you can, go to our Facebook page. Give us a like. Um, It's Geeksters. Also, I'm shortening out. There we go. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. Uh, don't forget um, to go to if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, uh, or you're going to hear and see on the show, just contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. 
Or you can go, to, well, or you can contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S H A W N. But if you want to catch the podcast, go to our wordswithgeeks.com website, download it there. If you're an iTunes subscriber, you can go there. If you're a Google subscriber, you can go to Google Play and find us there as well. There's also the About section in Facebook to find all the other places that you can download and, and, or listen to stream the show. All right. And one more thing, too. Um, you're going to have to contact me because I don't really listen to the show. I'm waiting on the editing job Ed's going to have to do on this this episode. <laughs> it's going to be magical. Ed's going to have to teleport himself through time. <laughs> All right, we'll be right. We'll, we'll see you next week, folks. Bye! And we're back, folks. Welcome back, everybody. All right, so um, here's what happened. Ed, there was a domestic disturbance on Ed's block. Yes. Um, which got his wife a little nervous about being home alone at the moment. So... We decided to, for the best course of action, was to stop the show, get back home to Ed's place, make sure everyone was happy, safe, safe right. and secure, and now here we are. <laughs> so there you go. So people, I don't think, I don't people go, oh my God, I hope everything's okay. Like, everything's fine. Everything's fine, yes. It didn't, it, did, it didn't involve anybody in Ed's family or anything like that. It happened to be, like I said, a few doors down. Right. But everyone's got that. Okay, folks, everyone's got that one neighbor. If you don't have that neighbor, chances are you're that neighbor. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, yeah. maybe you should turn your Xbox down a little bit. Yeah, I'm going to kill you. Anyway, yeah. so everything's fine. So I figured we'd, we'd pick up where we left off and try, yeah. to get, try to get back on track, which was talking about the Wii Switch. Yes. Um, as we last left... The problems that I have with it is that we talked about that the controllers for second set is eighty bucks. Mm -hmm. So you're like, okay, well now a three hundred, now you're at four hundred dollars if you want to get an extra set. Yes. They also have because it's the Wii unit and it's it's you have those remotes, there's gonna be an opportunity where the the fly out of your hands, right? Mm -hmm. So they did make a another like wrist guard kind of thing for it. Okay. And that's fifteen dollars, I think, for one. Really? Or maybe two. So it's not even on, not even included in the... Not even included. Wow. So you have to buy something else. Now, again, if you buy two, that's $30. I th I'm assuming it's... I think it's one, $15 for one, because why would you sell two in a set? You know? I mean, you would think, because it comes with two controllers, it should be two in a set. set right. But even still, at 15 bucks, if you buy... Like, you're already now in the whole 30 bucks if you got four remotes. Not to mention, they have that Pro Controller, which is like, like your standard... Xbox or PS4 controller. Mm -hmm. The Wii U has it too. It, it looks like the old, like an old style controller. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't come with the system at all either. So I know that the one for the Wii U is like fifty dollars. Mm. So now you're, and I would say that that probably, unless I have, because that controller system doesn't look. I have to actually feel it in my hands. To, it doesn't look comfortable. No, but I could be wrong. You know, for all I know, you know the Japanese, the way they they aerodynamically. Might have made well, it. It's it's also too comfortability. I mean, you're you're you can be comfortable because you're used to it's. They're both similar. Right. I mean, I know they could argue all they want, but PS4 and the Xbox One controllers are somewhat similar because yeah. you you feel that that weight that that, yeah. that certain way and the controls the buttons how they are. So you you can it's a slightly different in each one. I'm not saying they're right. exact same, but you can you can adjust very quickly. Where this is like, it looks like it's lighter to me. Like I, like I said, I haven't put it in my hand, so I can't tell you. Right. Um, I also felt like, um, so like, you know, you're already looking, if you get another set of controllers, wrist guards, you're already looking at the price of a PS4 or an Xbox One. Mm -hmm. 
Now, another thing too that they now I'm interested to get my hands on the controllers because apparently the controllers are so sensitive as far as the rumble packs that you could feel the way they the way they they described it was you could feel like ice being put into a glass, like a cube of ice, mm-hmm. and then another cube, and you could feel like all of a sudden the the controller feels like it's heavier, mm-hmm. and that you can you can feel the clank of each individual. Like it's super, 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 super sensitive to the rumble pack. Okay. Like you're supposed to be able to feel everything. All right, cool idea, but it's it's not, there's nothing innovative about it except for the fact that you can take it with you. you know? Well, that's the thing. I mean, like I've, I've seen the, I've seen the commercial like a yeah. couple of times because I was kind of interested in this, seeing this myself. Now, of course, I didn't see the presentation that you saw, but the thing is that I'm the thing I'm thinking of is is that the, a lot of it was like showing like four player you know like you were at a campsite yeah. uh-huh. four players so now you have four controllers so now you spent that eighty hours say like you you went out and you go okay you know what I want I want to do like a four way co op play mm-hmm. in a campsite or wherever I'm at you know kind of thing we have time to kill the four of us are going to hang out you know and do this yeah nothing like going to a campground and playing video games. <laughs> <laughs> Does it have Wi-Fi here at this campsite? Hey, forget about the hey, look, but at least we're outdoors. Yes, <laughs> but the the idea is is that when you when you have it, the, the the box comes with you, and you put the two controllers on each side. And if you, now you have to carry two extra controllers with you, well, I mean, obviously, you know, it's Nintendo, so you can buy a carrying case for the, the it looks like the screen, but wait, you're where you can put the extra controllers. Another thing that they mentioned too is like with the 3ds, you can. Um, link them together just by being together by you know I guess zapping each other mm-hmm. this will allow up to eight tablets you know to be able to lock together for like networking play mm-hmm. my question is do you really have eight friends that are going to have it yeah like I mean I get it it's it's a nice little feature but practicality wise it might not be that practical well plus the fact the expense of it too because I mean okay say like you have a big family you right. know like and you're all in the Nintendo and you're all playing this you're not. You're not. They're not giving you another tablet. You have right. to fork out that money again, for that piece. Again, you're looking at the problem with the Wii U is that it's one controller. Mm-hmm. If you, I can't tell you how many people came into the store going, our controller broke. We need another one. You got to contact Nintendo. We don't sell extra of those tablet things. Never mm-hmm. did. Yeah. Oh, what do you mean? Like. I, I, your, your SOL. So it's going to be the same problem here. It's not like you're going to be like, oh, well, here's an extra tablet so that way, you know, Mary can have her in her room while Steve's in the other room. And, you know, it, it's... It looks it looks like they're trying to do too many things but not really fully thinking through, like, the well, problem. The, the the idea, I think, that, that Nintendo was trying to do is because it goes back to the 3DS and when the, 3D, the new 3DSs came out, they didn't come with the charger, right. the cable, and you didn't sell it. Or do you sell it now? We sell it separately. Yes, okay. You know, but it's like a ten dollar controller on top of a two hundred dollar system. Right. So, so their idea was the fact is that they were saving you money. They were like, okay, we're going to make this price point right. as cheap as we can yeah. for the system, and then you're going to have to do extras for it. So, if you have right. another 3ds, you have a charger because right. it works for both. So it's like great that you know you you, yeah. you had a, a previous 3ds that you could do this. So like if it broke or whatever, like I, you know I, I just saved myself ten bucks. I still have the charger. It works. I'm 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 good. But the thing is, is that if you're buying it for the first time. And you, you now you have to shell another ten dollars, and then it just it becomes like right. it becomes that kind of money pit, like where you're going. What else do I have to buy well, now to continue on with this? That's why we were telling everybody that you you're better off buying a second charger 
Because if not, if you want to charge the tablet, like let's say you take the tablet and you go to work, mm -hmm. let's say, and you want to play it during your like your lunch break and it dies, you have to take the the charge cable that's attached to the wall, that's attached to the unit with you. Mm -hmm. Like you're going to have to wrap that up and take it with you every time you leave the house. Yeah, so it's not so portable anymore. It's not portable anymore. So they used to go, well, buy here's and get an extra charger. So that way, if you are at work, you can just plug it in there. Yeah, it's like, all right, and that that charger was like fifteen bucks. Yeah, you know, it was just like at the at the end of the presentation, it was like I still wasn't really. It, there was nothing there to make me go, I need this now. Mm -hmm. It to me, it was more like I'm interested in it, but right now, it was, to me, it's still a system that I'm interested in for like two games, the Zelda game because. I'm gonna face it. I grew up on Zelda. Mm -hmm. I kind of want to see where the technology goes. Yeah, and the Mario game looked really cool. It mm -hmm. did. <clears throat> um, but Mario game doesn't come out to holiday, so I'm like, well, if I'm interested in it, I can wait till Christmas because mm -hmm. they might do a bundle pack by then. Well, the, and also too, the fact is, is that like, well, I mean, obviously they are going to do it because I'll tell you this now that the, nobody, like, people who are going to buy it are true diehard Nintendo fans, yeah. which is a small group. It's a yeah. very small percentage comparative of all the video game players out there. And and I God bless them because, you know, they, they keep they keep the company going for the, sure. for the initial thing. But their initial sales are going to be horrible because there's no titles. So so even like some of the diehards will go, well, I'm going to wait now because I'm still playing my 3DS. I'm still playing my Wii U. I, I had a customer today come in and basically say that and they're like, I'm kind of excited, but there's no games I want to play with it, so I can wait till the holidays. I'm going. I agree. Yeah, like the people who the diehard people is because they want that that master collection for the Zelda game, and they feel like, well, I don't have a Wii U. I was waiting for this Switch to come out, so now I'm going to get it because I want to play Zelda. But after Zelda, what do you do? Like, if let me put it this way, what would have sold me on to put my pre order in for it? Honestly would have been if there was a way to make it backwards compatible. Mm -hmm. If they said, you know what, here's the unit, and they if they're smart, they're working on it right now, like some sort of um, external port that you can plug a, a drive in or something. Mm -hmm. Because right now, all you have are those games, because like I said, they're little chips now. Mm -hmm. So any Wii U game that you have, is not, it's useless now. Mm -hmm. So if what they would have had my money if they said, you know what, here's the unit, this is what's in it, but here you can buy this and it's like a hundred bucks mm. or like fifty dollars or whatever it's nintendo's whatever price they decide but it's a disc reader that'll play your games your wii and wii u games or just even say fuck the wii at this point no. here's your wii u games because you can't have the a touchpad capability you know here's here's the wii u games they're compatible what you can do is you can have your gameplay on your tv you can lift the cradle out and because once you lift the cradle out, it disconnects from the TV. Mm -hmm. So like, here's a way to kind of work around it, where you can have that tablet part to be the second screen for the Wii U. Mm -hmm. Like, or you know what? Here's you know your Wii U controller will work in this port, so you can do Wii U games. Yeah, you know, I would have been like, okay, well, you you kind of you might have my money that way. Right. But until then, I'll be like, you know what? I'll wait for Christmas. I still don't own an Xbox One. Mm -hmm. Now, so I'm like, okay, well, I can wait. I've waited this long for an Xbox One, so I can wait a little longer for a Wii, you know, Switch, like yeah. to see how the sales go and see what kind of like it comes out in March. You got 
uh, uh, nine months mm -hmm. until the end of the year. Yeah. You know, you figure, okay, in nine months, you better have a bigger selection. I mean, I'm going to say at least 20 to 30 games, but not just like, here's Dragon Quest or Bravely Default. I'm like, games I don't play. Well, you, I mean, you could even, even I mean, this is, this is a little bit far-fetched, but imagine if you could have an online system where you could play Wii U games that you could download to the I, system. I heard something about that, that they were going to be able to do that. Yeah, and I mean, if that was like launch day, they'd be like, okay, you know what, I have to buy the game, and maybe you can sell it for five bucks or something like that, yeah. or, you know, an inexpensive price point, because odds are they made their money in their games already. Yeah. So it's like, for them to, to give that, go, okay, well, we don't have all the big titles yet, but you, you've got something to play with. Yeah. until we get those titles out there because that's the thing it's like if you only have four titles on launch date right four yeah four as of right now what's confirmed is the legend of zelda game one two switch um just dance 2017 mm. i guess it'd be at this point yeah um and the uh has been heroes yeah and it's like has one word been second word heroes because the game is like these heroes save the world over and over again and now it's kind of like they're retiring and they go on one last adventure so mm. they they has been heroes in the past yeah I, you know <laughs> i don't know but the, even that game it's a side scroller like and again it's all coming out for all systems i'm going okay well it's, it's it's like a niche little market like again my video game snobbery comes into play it's like you have this capability and while it looks pretty it's still a two-dimensional flat image with maybe some depth mm -hmm. But if you have, like, when you compare it to what they're doing with the Zelda game and how vast and how open and how three-dimensional it looks, your your other title is going to be a 2D scroller? Yeah. Like, it's just selling itself short. Yeah, I, game. Think, yeah. I think they are. I mean, yeah, look, it looks pretty and all, but it looks only get you so far in video right. gaming. You know, yeah, especially when you buy the game and it's like $30 or something yeah. like that. You know, it's like a high price point for that kind of game. And, and you're like, you know, you should have made a 10, you know, or something right. like that. And of, and of course, the game, the games range, like, obviously from anywhere. I think, like, the 1-2 Switch, I think, was like 50 bucks, But I think, obviously, Zelda they're, is 60 bucks. You know, mm -hmm. like, it's normal pricing as far as games go. But, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, right now... My advice is wait till Christmas, unless you're a super diehard Nintendo fan that you want to be that guy on the ground floor to say, I got it day one. Fuck you, Nintendo rules. I'm going to play Legend of Zelda, and in three weeks' time, I'll be done, and I'll have to wait for more games. Yeah. Like, you know, and whatever. I mean, it's, it's, like I said, me, my opinion, wait. See what happens. See, you're talking now, like even if even if you were a diehard fan and you just wanted to play Legend of Zelda, you're paying, you're shutting out three hundred sixty dollars just to play Zelda. Yeah, that's what you're. It's what's basically what it and, is. And that's just for the standard edition because there's this Master Collection too, which came with like a statue of the sword and a, a Wii U carrying case. I was, I think it's like a hundred dollars for the set. So you're shutting out four hundred dollars if you're a diehard Zelda fan to play the new Zelda. I mean, God bless you. Yeah. I mean, I wish I had that kind of disposable income to shell out four hundred dollars to play one game. Yeah. You know, good for you. God bless you. I th you know, go for it. Like. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. To uh, me. But but if you're if you're a family with a family income and that you don't know what you want to get your kids, and the kids are clamoring for it, I'm like, you know what? Wait till Santa or whatever your deity is for the holiday season. Yeah. To show up and Hanukkah Harry or whoever, you know. <laughs> Kwanzaa Carl, you know, 
<laughs> just whoever it is that you worship, it just maybe wait until their big holiday and then then buy it. Because yeah. I guarantee you, because they'd be smart to have like a Mario bundle. Because then I'd be like, oh, okay, well, maybe. Yeah. What else you got? Because then you have all these other games. And you're going, all right, like Skyrim. Bethesda said, we'll have Skyrim for that system. I'm going, that's great. I love Skyrim. Skyrim, I love that game. Yeah, it's a great game. But by the time it comes out, everybody and their fucking mother has played Skyrim. Yeah. I've played it twice on a PS3. <laughs> Haven't bought it for the PS4. And that's the only system, I only game I'd want to play on Xbox One for the mod support. Is it going to allow mod support? Probably not. Yeah. You know, they're, they're willing, Nintendo's willing to open up doors to those third-party people, but not for the full party experience of the mods. So yeah. you're like, okay, let's say it comes out in June. Uh-huh. All right, Skyrim's already been out for like three, four, maybe five months at this point. Yeah. I have a PS4, I got an Xbox One, I've already played it twice. So like everyone's going to have already played it. What's the, I mean, so yeah, I could take Skyrim on the go. Are you kidding me? That game sucked days out of my life. Yeah. And got me wrong, I'm looking forward to do it again at some point in time, but you know, you'd be like, okay, I'm going to play Skyrim. Yeah, at home. Oh, time to go to work. I take the bus. I'm going to play Skyrim on the bus. Okay, as long as I have a little more Skyrim. It's like, <laughs> I'm unemployed. But it's Skyrim I'm because employed. I got fired because I was playing, doing, the, yeah. doing, doing my job. I was supposed to be doing I, something. I was, you know, suicide hotline. I kept putting people on hold because I had to get past this, you know, kill this dragon, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, you think you got problems? I have to raid this dungeon to get the super duper thieves guild armor and i can't seem to my magic is dying on me i just get bit by a vampire i can't go out during the day you're 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 bitching because your boyfriend broke up with you you know (laughs) get over it dude you're upset because your girl left you come on man you know what it's like to try to slay a dragon with only a bow and arrow I'm gonna put you on hold, man. <laughs> you think about that. Well, you think about that. <laughs> Listen to some Cure. You'll be fine. <laughs> you know. So I mean, that that's kind of my review on on the whole. It's like diehard Nintendo fan. Go for it. God yeah. bless you. If you're not sure, wait. Yeah, I would definitely wait on that one. No, definitely wait. There you go. So now let's uh, let's get a couple news articles in, and we'll call it a night because I'm sure these people are probably going, "What the fuck happened in that second part?" We got like, okay, we're grounded. Let's go. <laughs> so what you got to the news? Uh, let's start with some Disney news. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, you know they're doing live action films for uh, all their animated features that they've been doing. They, yes. You know, they're rebooting them basically, to, right? So they can make more money. Uh, we've, we've talked about Dumbo and actually Tim Burton directing that film right you know so they have a star that they're in talks with to play Johnny Depp's playing Dumbo no oh Johnny Depp's playing one of the crows (laughs) (laughs) it has nothing to do with Johnny Depp oh well then I'm not saying it (laughs) well you might you might it's a Philly boy Will Smith (sighs) is he playing Dumbo I mean, he's got the ears for it. <laughs> I know that's that's what it says in the article. It's really? shirt your shirt. Damn, <laughs> shit! It's shirt your Will Smith ear joke here. Damn. <laughs> now, of course, they don't say if he's done because I'm like, I'm like, I remember Debo. He only kind of like cried. Like, he didn't really talk much. yeah, they didn't say anything. Actually, it was the mouse that that uh, the mouse to talk. The, right. Did they bring the crows in? And make Will Smith one of the crows? Come on, I would love to see Will Smith sing. 
I'll when an elephant flies. Yeah. You know, oh, when an elephant flies. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so he's uh, he's probably he's, he's really? in talks. It sounds like yeah, he might be <coughs> might be in the. Uh, the Disney, uh, he Disney might be movie. coming into the Disney side. Yes. Wow. There's another person actually for the Dumbo movie. This is the next article, by the way. So it's all it's wow, it's Dumbo Central. Dumbo Central. Here we go. All right. Tom Hanks is there looking to have him to play the villain in the in the uh, Dumbo movie. Really? Yes. Who was the villain in the Oh, he was wasn't he the the ring the ringmaster? Like I'm trying to think wasn't he the the quote unquote villain of the I'm I'm like I'm like trying to think like it was just, it was more of like like the the fact that, like, since he had the huge ears, they didn't know what to do with him, and they made fun of right. him, and then he flew because of the... It ultimately is a movie about tolerance. Yes. And then a mom dies. Yes. Or no, she gets jailed. She gets jailed. Yes. Right, after yes. going on a rampage. She's the only one, she's the only one that survived. Yeah, moment. but she gets thrown in the slammer, which yeah. makes you tear because there's that moment where they, in her locked trunks, and it's a sad song, so, right. and, you know, it's raining, I think. Yeah. You know, everything else, okay, we're not going to kill her off, we're going to make her really really sad we're gonna make the elements cry <laughs> oh, hold on the google says that the ringmaster is the villain okay, okay. so right. okay makes sense yeah so we'll have tom hanks be the the ringmaster yes holy smokes <laughs> you can't fly <laughs> all right <laughs> oh apparently though that the uh, the added thing is is that the screenplay is written by the transformers uh one of the transformers ellen or Irhan uh kruger is the uh, oh. so take it so expect at some point Dumbo to turn into a, a robot a car maybe <laughs> transform oh. transform into a flying machine yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, as long as well as my you know Tim Burton's directing so there'll probably be a bunch of characters with funny hair and pal faces and uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> This is gonna be the weirdest movie. I'm, I'm, I'm I, gotta see it now. I, you know, like I am dying to see this movie. Just love, just love the fact that Tim Burton's directed this movie because of I me. Mean, like, like he makes some great movies, and you go, really? Like, I, I gotta see this train wreck, and yeah. it's good. It's not saying it's horrible, but it's like you go, Tim Burton's doing this. Well, it's like, like when, what when, kind of twist is he gonna do? You know? Like, okay, when he did Nightmare Before Christmas, it was like, all right, it, <sighs> it's Tim Burton all over. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I'm like, really? Yes. Like, okay. All right. Um, okay, I got to see how this is going to turn right. out. All right, not bad. It'll never replace Gene Wilder for me. No, never. Right. In a million years. As far as I'm concerned, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is hands down the best out of those two movies. Right. Hands down. All right. So then you go, okay, well, Sweeney Todd. Tim Burton doing a musical? Yeah. Okay, well, check out Johnny Depp. He's pale face. He's got funky hair. Just like Edward Scissorhands, except he sings. Yeah. And he uses plays, but in a different manner. Like, all right, I'm in. Enjoyable movie. Yes. You know, Sleepy Hollow. Again, Johnny Depp. <laughs> you go, all right, Christopher Walken as a headless horseman. I'm in. Yeah. Sure. Uh, crazy. Alice in Wonderland. Both versions, wacky. Yeah. Top, uh, you know. It's right up his alley. Johnny ahead. Depp's in it. When you get Johnny Depp and Tim Burton in a movie together, you go, something interesting is going to happen. I got to watch. That's why I'm surprised that Johnny Depp hasn't been attached to this project in some sort of way. Not yet. Anyway, Not yet. Anyway, anyway yeah. it's going to be like the last fit. Tim Burns will be like, hey, uh, Johnny, what are you doing this weekend? I need a voice for one of the crows. When you come in, it'll be gooky. And Johnny Depp will be like, can I wear makeup? Well, you're not going to be on screen, 
But sure. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't stop you before, so okay. All right, sure. If it helps you get the character, and he comes in, and he's all got black feathers on him, and a big long nose, <laughs> and he's like, what are you doing? I'm getting the character. You're a voice. I know, but I need this. This is how I channel. You want Johnny Depp? Add an extra 10 grand for makeup. <laughs> but you're a voice, huh? I have to get a character. <laughs> <laughs> All right, was there any other news there about that uh, article, or just that was that was it? That oh, was okay. It. So, uh, but we, you know, I, I do have one more Disney article that uh, that that's wow. kind of interesting. Uh, you know, of course, Disney and and uh, movies is you always think, but the one movie that you you start to think about now is Christmas. Oh yeah, because it's January. <laughs> Why not think about Christmas? Sure. God damn it. <laughs> So Disney is working on a movie with uh, Anna Kendrick, and right. uh, she's going to pitch perfect. Yes, so she's going to play the the daughter of Santa Claus. Uh, didn't they do the movie called Fred Claus? I'm just I'm <laughs> it, just going to throw that out there. It, yes, I, I, there's I, been other iterations, but this is this is this this is the, I'm, actually I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw this out here and say she's going to be sassy. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's basically. Santa Claus is going to retire, and her his son can't do the job for whatever reason. So, it's her job to like pick up the slack. Basically, I saw this movie. Yeah. It's called Fred Claus. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the Disney doing it. It was Disney, so yeah. There's gonna be a few songs in it, of course. Well, because Anna Kendrick can sing. You get yes. a couple of song dance numbers, but really, like, I, is there a title for this movie yet? It's got back. Sorry, I threw a question out there. Do think it was no, there is actually. I don't. I, I a, didn't see I'm a sorry, title. Someone make sure. I, I'm. I'm. Re, re, it's uh, the Disney Anna Kendrick untitled Christmas movie. Yes. As, as Basically, guess, yes. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, because I wanted to make sure I didn't see a title. There is no title now. Where she plays Santa's daughter, and he decides to retire, so she takes over the reins. <laughs> see where I go with that? <laughs> <sighs> sorry, that's what that. That's about as good as that joke. That movie deserves that kind of level of joke. Oh boy. I just it was Fred Claus. I, I enjoyed Fred Claus. There's no no reason to remake that from a feminine. Well, there, there, I mean, there's Arthur 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 Christmas does Arthur that Christmas. as well, and then apparently there was one with Whoopi Goldberg. So it's not the really? first yes first first time as a female lead as doing something like this. Wow, I, can, uh, I wish I had enough power on my phone to Google that one. <laughs> like, when but did she play Santa Claus? Well, she 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 helps Santa with 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 the. Getting the packages to everybody, every good girl and boy in, in the world. So, wow. And I, 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 I'm gonna go home uh, and look that one up. Yep. Whew. Okay, what else you got there? Uh, let's move on to Star Wars. Sure, why not? It's still Disney related, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Woody Harrelson has been confirmed to being the in the young Han Solo movie. Uh, yeah, I think he plays Han Solo's mentor. <laughs> you know, it doesn't really say in this in this article. Okay. Uh, I didn't read it that much. To, to, <laughs> yeah, yeah. To I didn't it. care enough. I just saw Woody Harrelson Star Wars. I put it down. Uh, you know, there was a statement between uh, the directors uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller says we couldn't be more excited to work with an artist such as as much depth and range as Woody his ability <laughs> to find both humor and pathos often in the same role he's truly unique he is also a very good ping pong player oh he probably did that off the set you know like, oh. I, okay well, apparently these two directors have done a lot of comedy so that's kind of like I'm sure I think Zombieland might be in there I think so yes I didn't, um, didn't really give me a list of right their credits I, yeah. I didn't think so it was more like a, hey guess who's going to be in this Alan Solo Star Wars movie Woody Harrelson uh, okay you know what I like Woody I've always liked Woody back in his cheerless days 
come on. It's, you know, Natural Born Killers. Mm. I even saw that shitty, I wouldn't say it was shitty, but yet the money train. And then White Man Can't Jump. And then I also particularly liked, it was, I think, The Cowboy Way. Wasn't yeah. it? it was him and Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah. I remember seeing that. It's the first time I actually had to chide someone for talking. I'll never forget that movie. Because the, the plot of the movie is Cowboys Go to New York. Mm. You know, Fish Out of Water Story. And it was me and my friends. And I was, I don't know, early 20s. Mm. And there was these, like, four people or five people, two rows back, that were apparently there when they were filming that movie mm-hmm. in New York. And they had to make it known to everybody in the theater that they were there just by their chit-chatting. Like, oh, remember that? Day? And I was... Okay, back when I was in my early 20s, I had a, a old-school biker jacket. Think mm-hmm. greaser jacket. Yeah. And because it was in the early 2000s? No. No. Uh, 90s? Mm-hmm. I had... Um, my Rottweiler, my first Rottweiler, passed away, and I had her dog chain wrapped around my shoulder. Mm-hmm. So there I am in the movie theaters with my friends wearing this biker jacket with the dog chain on it, right? And not, not at all punk, more like, you know, I guess, I guess, I don't know, whatever it was, whatever. I, all in black, obviously. Mm, right. After the movie was done, I got up, walked directly over to them, leaned into this, this, Woman who just was chip 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 chip, and went, ma'am, I look like I'm half your age, and I know this. Shut the fuck up when I'm watching a movie. The look of horror on her face it was it was memorable. <laughs> <laughs> just a, I just say because I, I always have a special place in my heart. But back to the thing at hand, Woody Harrelson, I'm in. Yes, I mean I was in anyway. Han Solo, it's not Harrison, but I'm in. Yeah, because. Han is my favorite character of all time. And it's Woody. Woody Harrelson. I mean, he's in the new Planet of the Apes movie as yeah. the crazy... He's he's channeling, you know, something. Like, I'm going to say a little bit, a little Mickey in mm-hmm. there as the, the, the crazy general guy. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> he shaves his head and everything. I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. <laughs> so, all right, good for Woody. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Do you think he'll... Seeing Woody will it suck you out of the movie? Yes, really? Yes, you think? Uh, you know, I've, 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 I haven't really watched the Hunger Games, but I'm watching parts of it because right. I have a, a epics uh, for my movie channels uh, for my television, and I've been watching it. And <laughs> I find that funny considering you have all four movies in your collection. <laughs> Actually, I don't. They're 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 lent out to somebody oh, right okay. now, so that's I don't have them with me. It's, so so I'm sitting there watching this and we're, we're, we're Bill, my wife and I are watching this movie and I'm watching Woody Harrelson act and I'm like he's a really good actor I'm not, yeah, yeah. He's, I'm not saying that but he's one of those kind of guys that he you, when you show up you're getting Woody Harrelson just like when you get Tom Cruise you get Tom Cruise you, yeah. you, you know or, or Will Smith or like one of those big actors you see who they are and after a while it's like you don't see that character anymore you just see the actor uh, okay because they, right. they 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 have some range they have some depth but after a while they kind of they, they fall into this this i would say you, you get uh, like i know what you mean like sooner or later they plateau and yeah. they give you the same like okay al pacino at one point, great actor. Mm-hmm. But then after Son of the Woman, when he did the hoo I'll tell you, he's got a great ass. He just stayed at that level. Yeah. And every role he's in, it's like, I'm a teacher. 
I want to help kids because I want to teach them to learn. It's like, was that really necessary? Like, <laughs> or you get Tom Cruise and he looks at the camera, or he looks at the person, and he does the eyebrow thing, yeah. and then shit goes down. You're like, oh, Tom did it again, you know? But you're like, you, it's like I'm enthralled. I'm like, I'll, I'll watch another Tom Cruise movie. I don't care what look, it is. Look, he's running really, really, really fast, chopping the air as he runs. Chop, 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 chop. <laughs> get away from me, gay thoughts. <laughs> you're not gonna catch me today. Chop, 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 chop. <laughs> But it's like I'll, I'll watch it again Like you know So Woody Harrelson's like Alright I'm in Because it's like I know he's a good actor I know he's going to give A good performance But it's Woody Harrelson Unless they put him In some kind of makeup That's like That was Woody Like yeah. that was like you know, I didn't see that You know yeah. like kind of thing So it's very hard For, for, for me anyway To you know Like when, when episode 7 Came out And you heard People's voices And you go like There's that one scene Where Ray's in the In the right. You know thing And then that stormtrooper And then you go it's uh, it's uh, Daniel Craig, Craig, you yeah. know, James Bond. Or you go, oh, that was Kevin Smith. Yes. Or, hey, that was uh, Ewan McGregor. Yes. <laughs> you know, or or or, or, or uh, Guardians of the Galaxy were uh, 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 was it? It was Lloyd Kaufman, right? Lloyd Kaufman shows up every time I go. It's like Kaufman. <laughs> And, and, and it's like it takes you out of that for a moment for that yeah, brief moment, moment it's a blink and you're in and you're out you're like hey that's oh <laughs> <laughs> so stuff like that it's just like you know like I'm like unless they really do something to change his his way he looks or the way he you know like talks right. it's gonna be hard but I mean like you know am I gonna see it am I gonna enjoy it probably you yeah. know because you know I'm gonna see uh, uh it's a young Han Solo movie. Young Han Solo, but you're going to, you know, uh, uh, Lando's ca- character is going to be played by... Uh, um, uh, I'm going to say Donald Glover. That's it. But uh, Stacy knows him as Childish Gambino. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things where it's, oh, he's always... <laughs> when, I think I said this on the air. The first time they mentioned him or when you saw a picture of him she's like oh it's Childish Gambino I'm like no it's not it's Donald Glover she's like it's Childish Gambino I'm like that is not it's Donald Glover and we both googled it like, and we're like see same guy I'm like that's his musical name I'm like oh or or as she calls that's a government name <laughs> Donald Glover is his government name I'm like he was in community I love him in community he wanted to be Miles Morales for so long and <sighs> no it's Childish Gambino I'm like okay Right. It's it's a war I'll never win. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you got anything else? One more thing. I don't because I want this one. I went to kind of as, as the finale of okay. it, kind of thing. Uh, apparently, Star Wars because conf- oh, wait, wrong wrong, wrong article, one. Wrong, wrong article. <laughs> now for something completely different. <laughs> it's another Star Wars article. It is. Uh, it's about Princess Leia. Okay. They, Princess Leia or Carrie Fisher. Well, or, it's, or, it's Carrie, dealing with Carrie Fisher and Princess Leia. And, okay. Um, you need to shuffle your papers? I need to shuffle my papers and find it real quick. Sure, sure, but basically, sure. like, the, the idea of the story was is that the fact is is that um, – oh, here it is. Uh, apparently, uh, this was confirmed, okay? This was confirmed by mm-hmm. um, BBC News that, they, that they've got the rights to use – Princess Leia's or Carrie Fisher's likeness for Episode Nine. Okay. 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 And that the fact is, that it was a done deal. They were they're signing everything off, and which the, this article, who's uh, done by Cedia Blend, says it's kind of odd because at that time 
they weren't even sitting down with uh, Kathleen Kennedy, the president of Lucasfilms, right. to hammer out the deal. The, at the time, it was supposed to be January 10th that they were going to do this. But apparently, it was all pretty much signed on, and they were going to do a CGI version of uh, Carrie Fisher for Princess Leia for Episode Nine. Okay. Now, this past weekend, I did post something on our Facebook page saying that is not true at all. Right. They said no. There never was a plan for that. And whoever thought of that was fuck you. <laughs> like, right. Because they, they, you know, like Kathleen Kennedy posted on StarWars.com that, that uh, she's part of the Star Wars family. And, you know, yeah. we're still broken up with the fact that she's gone. Yeah. That we really haven't made any decisions about what's going to happen. Right. But we're not going to do a CGI representation of her in the film to continue on the story. Right. We think that's that's a little below, and, you know, basically she's kind of along those right lines. Like basically, hey, look, you know what? We're not going to do that because we we respect her and the, the, the legacy that she leaves behind. We're not... It's not like she was in the middle of filming episode nine and, mm. and it happened and they need to figure out some... Because, you know, a plot may have... Yeah, to figure, flesh it up. Like, like The Crow. They digitally enhanced the guy's face. Mm-hmm. They, they digitally put, pasted um, Brandon Lee's face onto an, an, a, actor. an actor. Yes, like to finish a movie is one thing, mm-hmm. but to actually create a character for that root—like I don't know. Like I, it it, it just kind of bothers. It, the thing that bothers me about this effect is that BBC News made this statement and the fact is is like they didn't check their facts obviously on something like this and this is kind of thing like you you hear BBC news and you go well they must have got something right they must uh, they must have an inside track that not many people are aware of especially a lot of movies are filmed in uh, uh over in London love yeah. London yeah I mean most of them Pinewood Studios Pinewood Studios <laughs> <laughs> look at me with my geek knowledge thank you I'll take my card back thank you <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that will, I think that's the problem with most news organizations. So it's, it's an ongoing problem, I think, at least here in the States at least, is that no one checks their facts. Well, the thing is, is like like we have a lot of what I consider um, – the best way to I explain it is mom-and-pop news organizations where people who have a blog – and have enough followers and enough, you know, cred because they get enough facts right that you start to believe whatever story they right. put out. And that's that's generally it. But when you hear something like BBC News or, you know, like Variety. Yeah, oh, they or, must know. They, they must know something. They should be ext- distinguished. They're British. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, the fact is, is that like they're they're the they're the premier for for London and, sure, and Britain. Sure. That, the, you know, that they have to get their news facts right because, you know, like they don't want to give false journalism right they don't want to get an egg on their face exactly yeah but everyone wants to be that one place that breaks the story like that's again again going back to the problem it's here in the states is that someone will come out and go this is what happened and then well did you check that no but we don't care because we'll be the first because if it's right we can say we broke the story right and then if it's wrong we never apologize for it you know, because <laughs> no one's going to care. Right. You know, because every at this point it's now everywhere, and no one's going to go backtrack and to go. Well, where did it start? Because it's spread like wildfire. Mm-hmm. And then when it goes, well, that's not right. Everyone goes, oh well, oh well, like, and they just move on. There's never media, especially the news, are never doesn't seem to ever be held accountable for stories that are not a hundred percent authentic. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of where the problem with things are right now, specifically. Now, I, I think they all fall for that sometimes we want to be the first one to break that story and like everyone I think we're hoping 
Like, I know she finished filming episode eight. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now the question comes, what do you do with her character for episode nine? Because if they're talking about that, then obviously she, she quote-unquote, survives through episode eight. Mm-hmm. So now what do you do? And like, this is the problem. Like, we're two boobs in a basement. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't know even, we can't, that's a mountain that I wouldn't even know where to start. Like, if I was an executive or part of the creative process to do episode nine, that's the first thing you have to address. Like, what do we do? Do we, like, we do we, we have to take her out of the, we have to take her out. We'll mention her by name and we won't have to have her on screen, but we can't kill her off because that might be in poor taste. Mm-hmm. Like, or find a way to tastefully do it, but can you tastefully kill off a character when the actor is no longer living? I, I don't know. I mean, they sure as shit can bring one back from the dead. We saw that in Rogue One, mm-hmm. you know, but that was 40 years in between, you know, the time. Right. I mean, the the, the thing that really kind of you have to think about, though, is is that when when you when you have to do this, now you have to go, well, how, 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 like, what's going to happen in episode eight? Because you can't go, let's complete episode eight and air it and, you know, and, and view it. And, you know, Comes like, out uh, the end of these year. right. And, I, and then all of a sudden now, like, now we have to figure out what nine goes to. Do you start now going, can we do something in eight to, you know, and I mean, they got the re obviously rescript nine all completely. Right. But, like, it's like, well, at what point do you start making that change where you, well, you know, because it's like, well, it, you got, you've got 10 months. Yeah, it's supposed to, to, to come out. Um, December of this year. Well, that's that's episode eight. You might be able to go into eight re- and reshoots and stuff like that. Mm. Or, but you have to worry about episode nine, which is in two years. Yeah. How do you, how do you fishtail that back into a cohesive story? Now, that's going to be doable. But, like, I know that when um, Philip Seymour Hoffman passed away, they he still had about two weeks left of filming mm. the last episode of um, the last film of The Hunger Games. Games. What they did was they could have digitally reproduced them, but even they were like, no, we're not going to do that. What they did was they rewrote the script so that his lines were said by another character. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I think it was, personally, I think it's there's a moment at the end of the film, spoiler, where Woody Harrelson talks to Jennifer Lawrence, his character, mm-hmm. and it was a he read a letter that was written by Philip Seymour Hoffman's character to Katniss. Mm-hmm. I think that letter would have been spoken by Philip Seymour Hoffman face to face. It would have had been a dialogue, lived. yeah, a dialogue so instead of a. They reworded it to make it be like, "Here's a letter from this guy," to kind of give him his lines, but said through Woody. Mm-hmm. They might do that with. You know, we were talking about Woody Harrelson and all, but, you know, you were <laughs> no, thinking <the> dirty. <laughs> yes. Through <laughs> Woody. <laughs> Woody five. <laughs> That's my job. <laughs> so I think they might do, like, for episode nine, they might have to reword some of the who says what. Like, it might, instead of being out of General, you know, Organa's m- mouth, it might be out of Mon, Mon Mothma's or... or or I mean, they can't do Akbar because that actor, I mean, the guy who did the voice passed away too. Yeah, they're gonna have to give it to somebody, maybe Poe or maybe Luke. You know, like it would probably because you can't have Han say it, you certainly can't have Leia say it. The only one left that would do the lines any justice would probably be Mark Hamill. Mm-hmm. No one better fucking touch him for a good thirty years. You know, because you're gonna have people flipping shit over that as well as the Joker shit. Mm-hmm. You know. 
Well, it's 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 but that's the thing that it's because you know we, we reported last week that the fact that that he she had major major parts in both eight and nine. Right. So she's okay. You're going to get the major parts in eight, but then you still have nine to deal with, and it's just like, well, what do you do? Because it's like you can't have this character like just disappear. Like you right. have to do something. But you can have her in the background, and not as a character, but like off screen. That like you can sit there and have Luke come in and. General Organa said this, this is what we need to do, and, and her lines be reinterpreted through his voice, mm-hmm. you know, rewritten to give his voice to it. However, they can they can do it tastefully. It's going to be weird, though, because rumor, again, rumor, mm-hmm. has it that episode eight starts off with a funeral, mm-hmm. you know, for Han, spoiler. Yeah. You know, even though there's no body, but they can still have a symbolic funeral for Han Solo, that she's going to be there probably giving a eulogy to a character that passed away on screen, spoken to by a woman who passed away about a person who's still, hopefully, still alive when the movie comes out. Because, mm-hmm. again, don't touch Harrison. I'll flip shit. This table, over. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you can flip shit. You're over. <laughs> Not mine. I mean, it's going to be, if if they do that, it's going to be a little weird, a little sad, because, I, I mean, you know they're going to leave that in because there won't be a dry eye in the house. Like if it opens up on that, on a funeral for Han with Leia doing a, a eulogy, uh, Niagara Falls, Frankie, mm. I'm gonna be sitting there going, <laughs> you know, and and then you know, <laughs> pass the popcorn, you know, <laughs> let me see stuff blow up. I need to see stuff blow up. You know, I mean, unfortunately, I mean, unless it's in Episode Eight. <sighs> Kind of would hoping to be like a a mother son confrontation of sorts, not of like I'm gonna shoot you, but more so of a conversation between a mother and a son. If things would have gone as planned, now it might be now it might be done through. I mean, obviously, Luke, I think episode eight was more between Luke and Leia herself, like the brother and sister probably. bond coming back together. I mean, it was funny. I, I was thinking about it the other day that. When Ray comes up to Luke and gives him the, the you know how when, when Han died, Leia had that, that moment, of, like that weakness, mm. you know, if she felt it, you sure as shit knew Luke felt, felt mm. it. So his guilt for what happened has to be astronomical. Mm. Like, how do I go back to my sister because I failed her and my family by possibly creating the man who just killed his own father mm. and Oedip- Oedipus complex yeah. with the exception of Kylo wants to sleep with his mom but still the idea of I'm partly responsible for the tragedy that happened to my family how does a brother ask a sister for forgiveness mm-hmm. you know like I'm, I'm it just I don't know why just one day I was in the shower washing my important parts going I was washing my lightsaber and I went hey I wonder what's going to happen in episode 8 <laughs> What? <laughs> the fact that you had to get the detail of, <laughs> of what you were doing in the shower. I, was, you know, I don't know exactly I was washing my lightsaber, but I was probably in the shower when I had that thought. My, I was probably washing what little you hair. Were, I, you were polishing your lightsaber. Oh, I wasn't. I don't have to do that. <laughs> I had to do it to keep clean. You know? I don't have to do it. <laughs> 
But the urge of the dark side was there. <laughs> actually, it got a little soapy. Actually, what's happened is I came back in time and helped myself watch my lightsaber. <laughs> See how I tied into the first episode? Comedy, folks. <laughs> On that note, I think we'll end the episode. There you go. All right. So thanks for listening, everybody. Um, again, we apologize for any inco- inco- inconsistencies with this, the recording part. Yes. Um, Everything's fine, as I said. Yes. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for all your support. And if you'd like to share your support, if you haven't already, please go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And don't forget, you can always catch the show live, normally on Sunday nights. Well, most of the time. Actually, all the time on Sunday nights. Usually starting around 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and TuneIn. Just search Aquanet Radio in those apps. But if we're not, check Facebook, because we will let you know when we will be on on Sundays. That's right, and the only way you'll know that is if you go like our page. There you go. Ah, ah. See? But again, if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. We'll see you next week. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It though. could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.